just leave off that. What? I should just leave off that. What? Why you gotta burp like that at me? As soon as we get it. Hey, this is Sad Boys. I'm Jiggly. I'm still odd now. We're running out of ideas, folks. This is the last episode of the year. Um, I don't know. We'll do some more like end of year stuff later on. But we do have, I guess, starting off, um, Chicago sports in general is in shambles right now. <laughs> I see. I I know you're going with that because all the like record wise, all the teams are bad. But if you look well, I mean, past the Bulls, who are just awful, the Bears tanking is going beautifully, and the Blackhawks are tanking well as well. So that's that's two good tankers right there. That's not bad. Well, I mean, the problem is that like the Bears didn't really need to tank. What do like, you mean they didn't sure, need to tank? I'm not sure how much they need to tank. I mean, like there's some things that they were doing like okay with. I mean, I don't, I don't. I'm not as familiar with like their cap situation and how much they needed to offload oh, like oh, all no, those players. They, they've got the most cap space going into next offseason than any other team in the NFL. That's what's really impressive. So, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, they traded a lot of good defensive talents through this season. And really, all they needed was like a solid offensive line. And I think that they could have at least done something this season. They had no wide receivers, Jiggly. They have Darnell Mooney. Who? As their number one guy. Yeah, he's fine. Good. No, no. You tank this year, you like piss it away, you get a really good draft pick, get some good free agents, and then you do what the Jets did this past offseason, and yeah, you actually become like a decent team. And then also, uh, we got the Blackhawks, who are... Dead last, I think. By, yeah, by I mean, this, I, I remember that uh, I saw... The other night when Ovechkin hit, I believe it was 800 goal over. He had 800 goals. And I saw like, oh, he already scored like two within like five minutes of the first period. And then later on, like the, the next day, I saw like, oh, he got his, his uh, last goal in the third period. And I was like, oh, it took him that long <laughs> after yeah, two hat- quick goals. <laughs> a hat trick against the Blackhawks on ESPN. It's a, it's a good way to do it, to be fair. But I mean, I mean, that's it, again, the worst, as you learned from the Charlotte Bobcats documentary, the worst thing to be in American sports is a, a mid, mid of the pack team that like in barely the gets the playoff. In the, well, I mean, in the NBA, that's, that's the what NHL. the fire is. We know this because we're fire fans. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's different at least because like if you're a salary cap, like hard driven sport, it's the worst thing. Because at least MLS, there's a bit more freedom to like move up and down there's, or whatever. There's a salary and cap there, in MLS, there's, dude. <laughs> yeah, but there's also no draft. Like there's no there, like... Big for, draft for a for a short period of time. The draft was important. Yeah, but for a short period of time, and the and you know who had high picks during those drafts, the fire. Yeah, and you who were also did nothing stu- with them. Yeah, because the fire are also stupid. That's I mean, that's fault. what I'm getting at. <laughs> Anomaly. But if you if I'm talking about like American, like American American horror salary cap sports, like NBA, HL, you do not want to be middle of the pack, and that's it's a good. I'd rather have the Blackhawks. Be dead last for a few years and be like the eighth seed again and get blown into smithereens. Well, I mean, you moving know? on to as you mentioned, the Bulls—they're specifically in NBA hell oh, because God, yeah. <laughs> they have—they have no ability to tank. They're too good to tank, but they're also like not just good awful. enough to do anything. <laughs> they're just actually like they're legitimately bad at the team. Like they're legitimately a bad team right now. Do you see how many points they gave up recently? I didn't see that. 
I, I remember see- in a single game. Yikes. They gave up 150 points. That's like, that like, is ridiculous. That's video game numbers. That is the Timberwolves uh, franchise record. Not even kidding. Why did I put the wall? I mean, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure the actual record for the most points for a team in the game is like 176, something like that. Yeah. For, in, in NBA, 176. Yeah. So that's also like a, like, that was, I think, a triple overtime or something stupid like that. Yeah. But, I mean, that won't be surprised that gets broken one of these years. If a game just goes into double overtime and has a high enough score early on. We're going to see, we're going to see uh, the uh, DeVry University in, in the okay. NBA. <laughs> DeVry. Um, but yeah, that the Bulls are in trouble. I don't know if they're going to trade people away, if they're going to trade four people. I don't know what in heaven's name the Bulls are going to do. But they and are stinky. And then also, you know, other Chicago sports, like the White Sox, aren't really doing much with their offseason. No. <laughs> I, I they were supposed worse. to be really good two years ago, right? And they just never yeah. built. It just never happened. Uh, then, you know, as we've... I, we're not going to get into the Red Stars right now, but the Red Stars are not having a good go of it. They still have a good defense, but all they have is Mel Pugh now. Like they lost, uh, they lost Rachel Hill. They lost plenty of attack. They, they lost most of their midfield, honestly. Uh, and Yuki is getting old. She's still great. She's still good, but like I don't think she has too many years on the pitch left in her. Okay, yeah, I mean. The problem with the wrestlers is there's the big, the big. And thing there's also other things, there. and then there's yeah. also other things that are issues with the Red Stars. Uh, and then what other? Sh- I mean, I was going to mention the Cubs uh, as a uh, apparently a uh, a Georgia man, uh, a man from Georgia decided to uh, decided to switch jobs to uh, be closer to his uh, brand new wife in Chicago. No, uh, Dansby that, Swanson got traded to the Cubs. There it is, there it is. I, I, just, I, I only heard about that because someone tweeted about the, the wife connection. I'm like, that's nice. Get, get, remember when we thought we could get JJ Watt to the Bears? Yeah, actually, I think I, I, think I preferred... Uh, well, actually, so here's the thing. JJ Watt tweeted about wanting to buy into a team. Like just any team, uh, anywhere, NWSL team. Just, I'm sorry, oh, NWSL nice. team. He mentioned about wanting to buy into an NWSL team. Uh, so technically speaking, Kilio Kilio Watt has not officially said that she's not coming back to the Red Stars. Uh, so I don't know how would what what sort of like how would it work out? You know, if if he wants to buy into the league. Like there's a conflict of interest there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I assume there's no team close to Arizona. Well, I mean, he's from Wisconsin. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but he, he's kind of busy playing. Well, I mean, like, he doesn't need to be around the area. He just needs I guess, to. Yeah, I, I mean, if you want to talk about a local connection, that would be the local connection would be, you know, Chicago. Wait yeah. a second. He's from um, he's oh he's from Pewaukee, which is apparently like uh like one county away from from the uh, state border with Illinois. So Milwaukee. No, Pewaukee. Yeah. No, so, hold on. You... Okay, just really jumping the gun there. P e w a u k e e. That would be fun. Imagine going from Artem to J J Watt of all people. It's in Waukesha County. 
Okay. Wait a second. No, it's Waukesha. I'm sorry. I had a feeling I, I it was just, Waukesha. Yeah, I'm like, wait a second. Anything. I know this name. Oh. <laughs> What a what a champion! Oh my God, those Seahawks have eighty to one odds to win the NFC. Sorry, how? I want to put that out there? I just saw it on my little ticker thing here. Um, her, how do they have her, any odds to win? The, We're moving ha, on to the NFL ha, now. <laughs> have the stars get sold, but no one actually buys them. They just kind of exist in theory. You know, that's what happened to Chivas. The dream. Um, but yeah, NFL. Speaking of the Seattle Seahawks, I guess in their odds. NFL yeah. did happen again this week. So it did. Um, I didn't know that there were games on Saturday. And like one of them was like an amazing like comeback win. 40 points maybe? I it think was like 35, 33 or 35. 32 points. maybe. Yeah, because it ended up being – oh, no. It was either – yeah, 32 35. Jeff Saturday was coaching his team on a Saturday, and they jumped out to a huge lead, and everyone thought, oh, this is good narrative. And then they got, they got countered on, and they somehow tied and then lost in overtime. In Which was good biggest... for me because I had Dalvin Cook. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were mad about Justin Jefferson early on in fantasy, but I think he ended up having a decent game. Um, my fantasy, I I won by less than a point, which is really funny. I assume I'll be okay once they do score corrections as well. But shout out, shout out the Bears. I was playing up against a guy who had Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, the Philadelphia running back, and the Philadelphia defense. And I thought if the Bears poop themselves, I have lost. And thankfully, they did not. So, thank you, Bears. Help me win my fantasy playoff game. Want to hear my uh, my wonderful thing? Okay, first off, I started Zonovan Knight. I, I blame a, you. A, I just blame a, you. He had a game of football. He got 2.3 points. Oof. I started him over Jamal Williams, which, like, Jamal Williams didn't have a good game either, but he got, like, one more point at least. <laughs> Well, that's just your fault then. Yeah, I don't yeah, have very. Just... I don't have running. I dropped uh, Jarek McKinnon. <laughs> I I don't even know who that is. I'm not gonna lie to you. He he got like forty points this week for the for the Chiefs. Oof. Uh, oh, he's a running back. I've got the other guy then. Pacheco. That's not good. Why isn't Pacheco getting those points? Um. Anyway, but I did drop McKinnon because I pulled off probably the biggest big brain move. Somebody had dropped Darren Waller because he was put on the IR. And I just noticed, oh, he's got a projected score for this week. Why? Oh, he should be coming off the IR this week. Okay, I'll pick him up and I'll just stash him in my IR. And then, yeah, he, he's available. And that's when I dropped Jarek McKinnon so I could pull him, pull Darren Waller out from the IR. And he had a very nice game against oh. the Patriots. Uh, who did not was Devontae Adams, who I think got me like six points, which is just whatever is... Yeah. And then also yeah. my my other big brain move is that I have two of the top I have what I I think they are still two of the top defenses in the league, which is the Bills defense special teams and the Cowboys defense special teams. But I knew that their matchups were absolutely abhorrent, so I went out and I got the Chiefs. And you know what? They didn't do that well, but they did a whole lot better. The Bills had negative two points. The Cowboys had zero points. The Chiefs had five. <laughs> I had the Jets, and they gave up a punt return touchdown for the second time this year. <laughs> Which is just, yeah. Um, but I assume you won then, right? After all, because yeah. you, you said I was happy. That's not bad. I've got to go up against the one seed, which is not ideal. I have to go up against the one seed now. I Hopefully hate Devontae it. Adams like, actually plays the game of football. I wonder if my guy's got... But the guy I'm up against started the season with Russell Wilson at quarterback, which is funny. He's got Burrow <laughs> now, which is very good depth, but it's also an eight-person league, so... Not too bad. 
Actually, um, I'm going to look. I'm going to try to get Jarek McKinnon back. <laughs> okay. Wait a second. Wait, is Brees Hall coming back? He shouldn't be. Okay. Yeah. Michael Carter, I think, just came back recently. Oh, I didn't even know he was injured, so it's weird. Um, speaking of the Jets, I drafted, uh, uh, I drafted Cam Akers, and nobody's picked him up since. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, he was picked up by another team and then dropped uh, sometime in October. Um, the, the Jets, well, speaking of actual football, the Jets lost to the Lions at home, which is the toughest game of the season. They probably aren't going to make the playoffs. It's, it's like 60-40. But, I mean, the fun thing is, Jiggly, you want this week? You want your Thursday night football matchup? What? The Jaguars versus the Jets on Amazon Prime Thursday night football. I'm not going <laughs> to. That is, if you are not watching that game, you are the problem. Was... Well, I mean, I don't want to watch anything involving uh, Amazon, so. Okay, well, I got, I've got a... Based on moral grounds, you know. I was going to make a joke about throwing my morals out the window for the New York football just, but it doesn't sound like the best thing to say at this time. (laughs) Monday at like 1.28 p.m. We were recording this a whole lot earlier. (laughs) Well, yeah, because you've got nothing to do. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm kidding. Hey, I told you I have things to do. (laughs) I have a lot of anime to watch. you You are on break and you have no job. What do you have to do? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I'm just an old it man that's grumpy job. about having to work at a, a retail store during the holiday period. It wasn't that bad at Dick's yesterday, to be fair. I think our business has not been great for the store, which is good for me. <laughs> least, I've lost the it's good for you. It's bad for the store and possibly bad for you eventually. Then. Yeah, like when, once the place shuts down, be like, oh, nice. The store's going to be really empty. And I'm like, oh, man, you don't get scheduled <laughs> if the store is not open. I'm like, oh, fair enough, man. Uh, Well, we got... Uh... Uh, there, there was the the Raid- I mentioned the Raiders and the Patriots. Did you see that final play? I did. There's still no explanation to why he just chucked it backwards. Like the game is tied, you were going to overtime, my brother. Yeah, that was that was bad. I <laughs> and funny. But, but yeah, no. I and then this upcoming weekend, it'll be uh, a full Saturday slate of football, which is funny. Wait, it'll just be Saturday? Yeah, there's no because it's Christmas. Are they gonna have Are they gonna have red zone on Saturday then? I assume so. There's no way they don't I'm have so red confused. zone. Yeah, no, I'm checking out the NFL red zone schedule just for our our listeners who don't care, but uh, just to see if red zone. There's no way it's not. Even if it's not scheduled, it'll be on. Because I can, I think every well not every game that's not like a Thursday or Monday game. I think. Yeah, it's a full slate. It looks like. Oh no! I lied. Oh god, there is, there are three games on Sunday. Yeah, there's Packers, three games Dolphins, on Sunday. Broncos, Rams, Bucks, Cardinals. What a horrific slate! Oh, that's horrific stuff. I can't find it. No. Oh my god! None of those games are even that good. There's no like. Yeah, oh if they god, have this... red zone on Sunday and not Saturday, I'm gonna be real annoyed. There's no red I zone. Rem- There's only individual games on Jiggly. How are you gonna have red zone for one game? I mean, that's that's the problem, though. <laughs> that's just the game. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. I I really miss. Do you remember back during like 
the 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 mid-level pandemic when people were just like okay we got to try to put sports out there uh and it was like what it was late 2020 and they had they started the season and then they just randomly had like games in the middle of the week that was great it was the first NFL season with a game on every day of the week yeah Thursday night football it was amazing i loved it so much yeah, this this upcoming weekend is gonna suck in the NFL. Though there's, I'm not seeing a single like really good matchup. That's good I, content. Yeah, there is really nothing here, is there? All right. Well, I will enjoy my Saturday. Not Eagles, doing Cowboys. That. Nope, Cowboys lost, so they've got nothing to play for. Well, they yeah, for, but like, like at the very speed. least, at the very least, that's an interesting like rivalry game, I guess. Taking the straws, bro. Hey, it's a rivalry game, that, which is the only reason why. Uh, Last year, they didn't take a knee and go for the tie. The Raiders. The Raiders, Raiders, Chargers. Yeah. The only reason why they didn't take a knee is because it was supposed to be a rivalry game, so they had to win. That's not how that works. Anyway. Well, go, go, yeah. There, there was a woman on my television screen. Go talk about the woman playing sports. I think that's my segue. I think a lot of segue into those segments is just me telling you to talk about women in sports. Which is interesting. Talk about women in sports. <laughs> it's an interesting way to phrase it. Well, uh, I mean, I looked up the, uh, I looked up what was going on with the women's champions league in Europe, uh, and all I really care about is, uh, is is Chelsea because of Sam Kerr, and they're on top of their group, and I mean that's all I care about. <laughs> their their group is Chelsea, PSG, and Real Madrid, and then this fourth team. Vlasnia? <laughs> Never. Heard. I'm trying it's... to figure out where what country they're even from. It sounds... I'm, I'm trying to. I'm. I think they're Serbian, because one of the teams are playing. They played against is uh, Partizani Tirana. That's that's an Albania Tirana. Okay, I guess they're an Alba- Albanian team. Hey, up the Albanian women. Well, they no. are. Uh, they have zero points and a negative twenty three goal differential. Hey, they look, did not. Sc- they have not scored a single goal. <laughs> hey, look, they're there though. That's all that matters. They're, they're in a group with Chelsea, P- PSG, and Real Madrid. <laughs> they are alive. They they lose every week, and they cannot be defeated. You know what? Like, yeah, that's Group A. Uh, group D is Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Benfica, and then all the way at the bottom with a negative eleven goal differential, Rosengard. Except they at least have scored three goals. Up the uh, Rosengard. Group C is Arsenal, Lyon, Juventus, and Zurich, who have zero points and only one goal. Uh, Group B, this one is interesting because usually, you know, you got three teams that are first, second, and third that have logos in this list, and then the bottom one doesn't have a logo. The bottom one does have a logo in this one. It's the third one that doesn't have a logo. Group B is Wolfsburg, Roma, St. Polten, and Slavia Prague. Oh, okay. Those are those are some teams. Yeah, those are some teams. I just find it very well. Wolfsburg is usually like a very good team, so I'm kind of surprised that they're not dominating in the way that like you know all these other you know Arsenal, Barcelona, Bayern, Par- uh, PSG are all dominating. And, anyway, and what are we like? Is it this upcoming summer's the Women's World Cup? Uh, yes. That is a thing that will happen. Is a thing that will happen, as we all know. I don't care too much about uh, international soccer in general, most of the time. 
uh, I only ever really care about the uh, Men's World Cup because that's the only thing on. So I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> well, is, is Christ, will Sing, Christine Sinclair be at the tournament? Pretty sure. And Martha. Uh, still? Still. Do they not have like, any other women in those countries? Dude, they don't have... <laughs> I mean, like, Canada actually... women. <laughs> Canada, I think they have, like, a solid future ahead of them. Brazil is just, like, uh, we got nothing. <laughs> Brazil just put just back out there. <laughs> did, did they just stop playing women's soccer? They were like, ah, damn. Honestly, um, there's some there, there's some issues in that country. Uh, SB Nation recently did a video on it uh, for Marta Untitled. At least, at least they're not Spain. That organization is fighting for its life. Oh yeah, Refederation, well, I should say. Well, actually, there was. I guess I could talk about this then. Apparently, because there was a massive. It, it is. It is literally your podcast. Would you, I know. Who's going to stop you from talking about a thing? It's. It's more of an. I just remembered that I should probably mention this. <laughs> Like if you break that's down the tears, me like, being I can't stopped. stop you. Because like that's... even if I like I can't just like even if I leave the call, you're still recording and you're still in the Discord. You can do whatever you want at that stage. I'm not saying that you're gonna stop me. I'm just saying, like, oh no, I forgot I should mention this. Alright, so moving on to the next segment. No, I'm kidding. Uh well, this is still women's soccer, which is the NWSL released a ma- it, it was just a massive dump of uh it, it I'm trying to find it. Basically, everybody is uh, complicit in everything, and uh, they tried to hide it behind uh, one of the uh, semifinals. Yeah, the second one. They released it during the second, I think right at kickoff, pretty much of the second semifinal of the World Cup. Yeah, uh, I was walking home by then, so I didn't even notice it then. I got home and then like was had had lunch or whatever. My dad mentioned like, oh, did you see uh, that the NWSL released something? And I'm just like, I don't want to deal with it. And I haven't dealt with it. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> because, you don't have to, Jiggly. It's... Yeah, it, it's not my job anymore. But also, yeah, it's there's a lot of people implicated in it. I think I did send you send you stuff on this and I can actually go back then. Yeah, uh, but. Basically, uh, yeah, it the Irish Federation, the Australian Federation, current NWSL coaches, just everything. <laughs> everyone, that everything dude and everyone. Him too. <laughs> that was it, it, it's it, it, he he uh, he was complicit in everything. Uh, I really hope that they finally send down Jill Ellis for this because the fact that she made it out of their last few rounds unscathed is like incredible and horrifying that like nobody has actually taken a moment to like point out hey wasn't jill ellison like in charge of the national team during this time and like the national team is heavily implicated in all of those these issues not ideal uh and she's currently still in charge of san diego (laughs) of course she is yeah so it's uh it's not going too well with the NWSL, and honestly, I'm not sure how much longer I can hold out with hoping that like things can get better within a year or so, because it's just bad there. Everything it it is so bad. It is it is all encompassing the way it is bad. I sent I I made sure that Adnan saw this the one tweet from uh, I, I I forgot her name, but she 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 does uh. Abbott Elementary. 
she she's the showrunner and uh i believe she's the lead in it as well and she just posted freaking miley cyrus's face on the on, on the green green m&m and things are constantly happening that's right yeah, <laughs> it's just like that that is the most odd non thing uh things, things like we got tomorrow tomorrow as I, as i said last week in our post game stuff tomorrow is going to be a thing and we will get there so there's that yeah read my article coming out tomorrow about the the five the the biggest positions of worry for the chicago fire Sorry, just want to get that oh, out there. Oh, they're looking for uh, apparently just recently uh, after the big news dump uh, that they tried to hide during times where they weren't, where there wasn't a World Cup game. They announced that they have three finalists for another NWSL expansion team, which at this point, I'm not sure if you want to expand any further at the moment. Just like no. hold on for a second, yeah, uh, fix not. what's going on right now, and then go back to expansion. <laughs> Give me the season. I'll tell you which one deserves it. Uh, it's uh, well, the two that I can tell is Boston and Tampa. I need to figure out what the third one is. Oh, it's Boston because we can have the Boston Breakers back. That's all I yeah. care about. That's all I care about. It's I, Jiggly, Boston... I, I'm not going to buy a Boston Breakers jersey, but I would think about it at least. Boston, Tampa, and San Francisco. Oh, yeah, Boston. Give give me the Boston Breakers. I think they might they they might do San Francisco. That might it might be San Francisco. I want to say the joke I always make about San Francisco, but I really shouldn't, so I'm not going to up the Boston Breakers. They're gonna put they, they went from like just like uh, the NFL went from like no teams in LA to like two teams and one championship in LA. The NWSL is going to go from no teams in California to like three. <laughs> Good. Put the entire league in the stupid state at this stage where you can actually contain everything. It's sorry. <laughs> Throw, so get, moving get rid up, of KC, because I hate KC, man. Sorry. Moving on, get, I'm, I'm sending this back over to you. It's the Chicago House. Oh God, yeah. The, I, the Chicago <laughs> you wrote House. an article on it. You got to you. You actually have to pay attention there, dude. No, I'd actually because I had completely forgotten because Jiggly mentioned in the preview, I'm like, oh, I'll put the house thing for you. I'm like, I had completely forgotten that happened because life just keeps happening all the time. Saturday Things after do be happening after the third place game. At 1 p.m. Central Time, the Chicago House kicked off against, oh God, Brockton FC United in their final round of Open Cup qualifying, and they won. I thought penalties. Brockhampton broke up. That's, that's, that's good to be fair. That's good content. No, it's a Brock Lesnar football club. Sorry. Um, uh, but yeah, the House won on penalties. The game took three hours. Um, they cut the overtime period short to 20 minutes because Boston or. They're not like from Boston, but they're like a sub. Like they were in a suburb of Boston. I have no idea. They're in Pennsylvania, is why I can tell you for sure. Right, Boston, Pennsylvania. Boston's in no Massachusetts. My fault. The game was in Massachusetts. I'm just gonna let you do this to yourself. And then I figured out the end of the day. Don't ask me to spell Massachusetts, or else I'd beat the life out of you. But. For some reason, they just decided they they weren't going to turn on the lights, whether they couldn't or they didn't want to. I assume they didn't want to, according to like a tweet from the the club after the fact. So they cut the overtime short because they could barely see stuff, and then the penalty shootout kept going to the stage where you could barely see the shooters. Like there there's pictures online after the game. I posted a tweet where there were difficulties with the stream, and at one point the orientation locked like vertically. So it looked like you would have to watch it on your phone, but I was watching my laptop. So I had to turn my laptop on its side to watch the game. And yeah, um, 
that's a it's a huge one for the house. So it's very cool to see that they'll actually be like in the open cup in twenty twenty three, even if they lose to like some like really low level pro team. But the fact that they're there is cool. I don't know who they could end up playing. I think they have to play like a low tier, like a NISA team maybe first, like like a like a Chicago FC United, like a low tier USL team. I know it's all localized. They're definitely not going to play the fire, of course, because you know that would come in due time. But I mean, up the house, we we forget the house exists, and that's fair enough because they are technically an amateur team, you know, whatever. But hopefully, you give the house like two years and. I mean, USL could really like. I I would be shocked if the USL like doesn't end up having another Chicago team, even though they technically. I don't know why no one ever talks about that Chicago FC United team because they're technically a USL team, right? Yeah, they're why USL no team. about them? You know what? I don't know. I remember that Sega was working them for a while. Like Logan pauses their coach. Like that's, like, that's a a pro team in Chicago, but I have I have no idea that they exist, bro. So I always <laughs> because think because like, they came from being just a uh, they they were essentially just an academy team for a while and they technically kind of so are weird so. i have no idea how that works but yeah up the house uh, uh the other teams can... apparently up, they're up. one of they're one of six teams that were uh that have officially qualified for the open cup one of six adult soccer teams uh capistrano fc uh, in california inter inter san francisco california uh, Club de Leon FC uh, from from Orlando, uh, okay. Westchester United SC from Pennsylvania, and Lansdowne Yonkers FC. That sounds like six New Open York. Cup teams. That does sound like six teams that play in Open Cup qualifying. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it's it's it was hard to like put into just describe because the, watching the game was such a tiring process, and that's how I'm not like. The thing about freelance journalism, doing that when you don't have a job or when you have another job as well, is that I was off Saturday and I spent three hours of that Saturday covering this game, which like I still would have watched as a fan uh, nonetheless. But man, it is it is a commitment. But, you know, all's well that ends well. The house took like an hour to retweet my article after the game, which was weird. But also Peter will probably start getting hammered as soon as that final penalty went in. Um, Yeah, up the house, which is fun. Apparently... I may have started that because remember how when we, you were telling me about this team way back in the day and they had like their naming competition and whatnot, and you said the house was like doing having a run, and I just kept laughing at the thought of people saying up the house. Their head coach uses up the house in in, in his tweets, and there's no one else who would have got that than I me. I think you may have done it. I started that. I started up the house. There is no Adnan, way that I wasn't it. the first person. Adnan, you did it. <laughs> and they still owe me a jersey. I know you did it. House Athletic Club still owes me a jersey, and they owe me something for creating that hashtag. I'm going to tell you this right now. If they Wait, get they actually if, use that, that as an official hashtag. No, no, the coach does though. But I wouldn't be oh. surprised if it, it, it's, it's if that team gets their money sorted and they hire a journalist. That's not me. I'm going to I will lose it. But that's beside the point. I don't know. I just sent you a tweet that I think that you should notice from that whole okay, situation. Let's, well, let's see this. See if this pisses me off. The, okay, it's a. Uh, I've it's a probably seen some of so hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm down. I'm down to first. I survived the Chicago that. House AC Open Cup qualifying blackouts I, I did live survive stream. that, bro. I, my head went. I had no <laughs> thoughts after that. The way it sounds, it sounds exactly like what you... It, it sounds like you survived. <laughs> I did. I, I've not felt... Like, my dad would... Like, he'd, he'd gotten home from somewhere shortly after, and he was asking me questions about the game, and I was told him, like, dude, I can't right now. I, I did not have the capacity to think. It was bad. 
had empty. Instead of had empty, it was had completely full, but I have no idea what it was full of, bro. I just could not process. <laughs> Up the house. Had no thinky. I did not like that. I did not like head no thinky. I won't lie to you. <laughs> did not like that. Oh, no, I'm already gone right now. I'm already gone right now. Off I'm, one I'm root beer. Yeah, like, I, as I keep telling you, it's not because of how I drink. It's just I'm like this. <laughs> I'm just like this. Meanwhile, this this is a rare day off of work, Adnan, for, for this episode, for this, uh, this recording. Oh, so, so is a, your head not gone? I, I, my head is always gone. Exactly. My head is in states. That is being. what this. That <laughs> what? Ah, you exactly, exact mundo, me amigo. Your head is a state of being. I told, I told my manager to meet me at Best Buy tomorrow at noon. Last <laughs> yesterday at work. He, so screw it. I'll tell the story. So he was on walkie, and the store was a mess because of all the shoppers and people suck apparently. And he was saying a thing on radio. He's like, man, do you guys, when you go shopping, you just throw things on the floor, like taking a dig at the customers, trying to make a joke. And no one answered him on radio. So he's like, he kind of like made the same joke again. I just went, yeah, especially when I go to Best Buy. And like after a second goes, wait, like do you throw like laptops and stuff around? And I just go, meet me at noon tomorrow. And he goes, okay, I'll go on my lunch break. And I'm like, all right. And now part of me just realized I'm a little concerned if that man's actually pulled up to Best Buy at noon. He's pulled up to Best Buy. He's just waiting for me. And I'm just I, at home here. The way you said that, it sounded like you just challenged him to a duel. Yeah, meet me at Best Buy at noon on a Monday. Meet me at Best Buy at noon on a Monday sounds I like think, a duel. I think I told him you'll see on. I think I told him you'll see tomorrow at noon, which isn't even like telling him to go there. I just told him that he'll see somehow. I don't know. Working at Dick's Sporting Goods is something else, man. There's a. I was looking up at one mannequin. Right, and it, it was wearing like sweatpants and then a pair of shorts on top of it, which I'm like, that's pretty funny. I looked to my left, there was another mannequin with no pants on at all, like just naked with his meat out, pretty much. I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> Dick Sporting Goods is a fantastic place to work if you do not care about your life. <laughs> Damn, that was a tough sentence to say. Damn, that was, that was, the, that was I think we, I think, Adnan, you've done it. Adnan, you've done it! Damn, I just, I just, Damn, that was tough. Adnan, you've done it! We haven't even gotten to like the good stuff yet this episode, and you've done it! So, so Moving Messi's, to something that's Me- not good. Oh, God. Oh, I thought we were going to the World Cup. No, moving to something that's not good, we have to talk about the fire for a couple seconds. Um, no, who cares? They- he signed the forward Madison guy. That was the big... Like, the, the thing is, is that like it's weird because of the way that his signing was announced. I don't think the fire actually announced the signing. I don't even think the fire two announced the signing. It was that Ford Madison said that he was going to join the <laughs> Chicago soccer. So what? What was that hmm? noise? What was what noise? I just heard a noise from your end. Muffle, I have no idea to be fair. I cannot uh, tell you. But uh, Ford, Ford Madison put out a post saying that this player was going to join the uh, Chicago fire organization. And uh, then, like, no other explanation. Good. That's how all the signings to be announced. I've heard that he is a defensive player. Uh, it's his name's Eric Leonard, uh, and he's. It seems like he's just sort of like a good dude. He, he's a locker room guy. So I think the big thing is that if he is just for Fire Two, I think that is actually a fairly solid signing because if you want to have a leader down there to help any of you young players get better 
you know, yeah, that's, that, that's, that, that's a good dude. Uh, and so it was exactly what I said. What did I say last week? We were going okay, to sign yeah. a player. Okay. It is not going to matter. Okay. <laughs> and I was right. I called it. And now we're going to get a rumor about a rumor soon. Apparently. That was that. That is that is my next uh, my next prediction is that this week we're going to get a rumor. No, the rumor about a rumor was me telling you about the p- possibility of a rumor. Uh, but uh, I think that we're going to get a decent rumor this week. Uh, just because you know everything's finally over, so now things are going to open up a bit in terms of just like people talking and like things moving yeah no it's that's how i saw my article that's coming out tomorrow it's like yeah everyone like you can't really blame anyone for being busy with the world cup because like you can't even make deals really because everyone's so involved in other things well, the thing is, is that MLS, like, there's been a lot of mls deals just as you go to austin huh yeah Jesse went to austin so like there's a lot of stuff like that's been happening recently in mls and the only team that's not doing anything about it is the fire which as I said, we'll deal with that when we get back to this next year. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what's up with the fire. And also, there's still more and more talk of uh, John Espinoza possibly being swapped with uh, swapped to Lugano for... Uh, you know what? I'm not going to say any of these names because I don't think there's anyone specifically there. Uh, you know what? Fair enough. As long as it gets John Espinoza away. As long no as it gets out. It's as long as it removes John Espinoza from could, his team. They could trade John Espinoza for like a bar of Swiss chocolate and be a good deal. Honestly, you know, we both know how good Swiss chocolate is. I mean, like, yeah, hey, that's that's know, a great know. deal. It's actually like a use. Sorry, an amazing I, deal. <laughs> and this this uh, this podcast hates John Espinoza, <laughs> and you know what? Like, he kind of deserves it, but he doesn't. Like, he doesn't deserve not, it personally. He deserves it with his play on the pitch, absolutely. But personally, he doesn't deserve it. It's like if I if it's like if the fire made me play right back and I sucked and everyone got mad at me. I'm like, it's not my fault. I'm playing right back here. But I'm just being I'm being thrown out here. So I can't do anything about this. It's not my fault. I suck. No, no, it's not. It's it's not. You no, know, it is his fault. That he sucks. It's not his fault that he's being played in. And they got Pinoso four from the Latvian in league, my brother. Sorry. Hey. Chino actually played pretty well, okay? My, there was something that people, okay, there was something that people were talking about with, uh, you know, like the Lukaku thing and like him having more XG than like the entire other team. Like, I remember that Chino did that once. Good for you, buddy. I'm sorry, that was toxic. That was, that was last year against uh, Toronto. Hey, he did have a goal this past season, at least. He had yeah. a, a goal. My my prediction is that Miguel Navarro will start at left back in the first game of next season. I will laugh very loudly at home. Yeah. Or maybe. Maybe I'll be in the press box. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Maybe. Hopefully. Oh, no. We said too many mean things about John Espinoza. That'd be so funny. <laughs> I'm going to apply for it, and I'm going to email back from John Espinoza. No. From John Espinoza personally saying no. <laughs> that's, that's it. I'm like, yeah, it's going enough. to be a video message that you're going to yeah, get back. Yeah. It's like, why, why, why are they sending me a video? And it's just John Espinosa standing there in a suit for some yeah. reason. Like he, he, he's like dressed up and he's just like, this is the no. highlight of his life. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, I am good. I think I, I need, Adnan, you've done it. I need, I, I am saying so many bad on the day of judgment. I'm going to answer for all these things as <laughs> Uh, there's my tweet for the episode. <laughs> I'm not even done it. 
on, on the day of judgment, I will have to answer for these things. I, I'm, I'm naming this episode Adnan. You've done it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I can't wait to listen back to that Dick Sporting Goods line. That's going to be terrible. That's... All right. Um, before we hey, get to World Cup, you know what? You oh, you, oh, sorry, go on. Like, you always like Savage Jiggly, and then and then suddenly, you know, this episode just, we're just going in with you. That's yeah. great. At least nothing, nothing will beat the Spencer Ritchie crossword with numbers or something. <laughs> that was bad. I was such a nice man, too. Um, I'm going to go bring up my laundry real quick, and then we can talk about how Messi is the greatest, whether or not you want it to be. So we'll have fun with that. And we're going to have a break now. Do you see how I wrote it in the game plan? Yeah, I think that yeah. we could put that towards the end, though. But like, okay. because uh, Well, that's the lead, though. That's the problem. You don't want to bury the lead. Ara, ara. Sayonara. All right, I am back. Um, so, hello? Uh, what? Yeah. All right, back to that. I want us to immediately resume off that noise. So, the World Cup, the, the whole big thing that was happening, we had the semifinals, and you know how... See, having an upset in like a, a cup tournament is really fun and all that stuff, but sometimes it kind of hinders the later rounds, and that's kind of what happened with the semis. Because you kind of had like two teams that were just better winning at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like Argentina rolled through Croatia pretty comfortably. Yeah. Croatia just did not have a good game, to be fair. Like that was one of the worst I've seen Croatia play. And then Morocco actually did look good going forward, but they gave up an early goal. And then the French just did the thing where the French always win at the end somehow. But yeah, that's kind of what happens. Like when you have these cool upsets, like it's, it's really cool seeing Morocco beat Portugal and Spain. But then you have a World Cup semifinal that involves Morocco, and it's kind of not as, as hype as you'd like it to be. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you know, Morocco, once again, showed like the... You know, they, they just did good game planning, you know? Like, they showed that there were issues with France. Unfortunately, you know, it wasn't enough to actually like do anything about it, but they showed issues. I love when that happens in sports. When it's like, I know what's wrong with you, and I'm not good enough to beat you, but someone else will be. Like, you just know, it. That, that, that one meme from Thor. Sure, I'd be more specific than that. The, the uh, I can't beat you, but he can. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that was from Thor. Yeah. That's what I want the fire to be. I want Ezra to expose every other team, but like the fire aren't good enough to do it themselves. It's like, this is how I beat them, but like, I can't. But Morocco actually did look good going forward. Like, everyone, you know, was accusing them of being Park the Bus merchants, which they kind of had to be because, you know, they're Morocco at the end of the day. Yeah. But they actually had some really good attacking moves against France. And on another day, they could have actually gotten away with it because France technically scored, like, two deflected rebounds almost. It wasn't like France steamrolled them. Croatia just fell flat and Argentina beat them pretty comprehensively. But, you know, Morocco put up a good show, at least. Try to play the Moroccans. Do you watch either of the Tessa Hamais or... You missed like the beginning of something, right? I think both of us are slurring our speech at this point. And once again, neither of us are having any issues with uh, other stuff. It's just we're like this right now. Um, um, the problem is I ate like a full on double cheeseburger at Portillo's. <laughs> and I, it, it is like sat in my stomach right now. Well, you, anyway. Did that happen to you? You ever eat a big ol' never mind. A big ol' honkin' burger? What you call me? Yeah. Is that your is that your expletive now, honking? No, that's just what that that's just what like usually is with a burger. You know, that's what people say. That is what people say. That is what people. Third... Say. You, you seem like a you seem like a third place game fan. Is that <laughs> no. correct? 
I only saw a bit of it because because I, because I had finally you know downloaded Footmob and it's just like telling me, oh hey, they're playing. It's like I don't want to watch though. <laughs> that is poor form, Jiggly. The third place playoff game is always vibes. Well, it's like I don't want to watch, but I guess I'll have it on. I mean, it was a, it was as always. The third place playoff games are usually good. That one was. Did you? There was. Croatia scored off like a set piece routine, which was really funny. I don't know. Do you see the goals at least? Or you just cannot um, be bothered? I think I saw the first. I, I think I did see both goals and then I stopped watching at halftime. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, it was. Croatia did like one where it was like a backwards header flick on. And then Morocco scored with like a header of their own like two minutes later. And then it ended up, I think the winning goal. I don't know. I think Croatia got one at the end too. But the winning goal was a really nice curler, which is it continues the tradition of like teams scoring randomly nice goals in the third place playoff. Because it, it's fun to see, because like the World Cup's obviously so pressurized and so much to like focus on and blah blah high stakes games. And then you just like let the dudes play a third place game. And obviously they want to finish third and not fourth, but it just lets them be free. Yeah, that's the thing. Like of the of the four teams that make it to the semifinals. Two are actually going to go home happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the worst thing is. Did you see is... the video of Brazovic like celebrating in uh, in Croatia? No, I don't. I don't know where I where I saw it, but it was just like he is just out there. He's on a stage. Everybody like I, I can't tell like what even type of music they're dancing along to, and he's Probably got a flare in the okay. front. Well, I mean, yeah. It is going to be in Croatian, but I don't know the <laughs> genre. I couldn't even tell the genre. It just was loud. Just loud music. It was fair. just loud. <laughs> he had that loud. And, hey, yo. Uh, and yeah, he, he, he just had a, f- a flare and he's just dancing around with it. And they're all in like massive coats because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was outside. It was weird to watch. And he seemed like he was having a great time. They were having yeah. so much fun. They're all wearing their, uh, all wearing their medals and everything. Yeah, I mean, finishing third for Croatia is still an achievement. They're they're still a very small country, and it's the the third time they've made the semis in like seven World Cups since they became a country. So that's nice. And then Morocco fourth place is still like anything more than they could have ever dreamed of. So that's that's good for them at least. Yeah, it was it was a game to to. I got nothing there. It was a good game. The third place playoff is a fun game to watch, even though it's like the not the most like dramatic. But well, if you there, want it, drama, we have drama. The MLS Cup final. <laughs> stop doing that. So stop I didn't have this. It. I didn't have. I don't have this opinion. This was. I found this on the MLS subreddit, and it's a it's a meme about how the MLS Cup final was the same thing as the World Cup final, and it's absolutely not the same. Because France actually hit some of their penalties. I know. <laughs> I, to be fair, I had completely forgotten about how bonkers that MLS Cup final was. I completely forgot about that game. Cropo like getting, like, shattering his leg and getting a red card. That which is... he deserved still, which is funny. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't deserve it. People were like, oh, you can't send him off for that. I mean, I don't care if his leg's broken in half. He's committed a red card offense. <laughs> That's a red card. But God, yeah. So World Cup final, Argentina just completely. It's it's a, not the best way to describe a sporting event, but I just love saying a team jumped another team because that's just oh, no. what it looked well, like. I mean, it wasn't even just them being jumped. Osmana Dembele had like one of the worst games until, in a World Cup final until the emergence of Lautaro Martinez, which we'll get to. 
But yeah, Argentina just completely I mean, jumped France. It Martinez was- has had it. Well, I mean, the difference between the two of them is that Lotaro has had a fairly bad tournament overall, in my opinion. And Dembele hasn't. Dembele has just been fine. I'm not going to lie to you. Dembele's not hadn't done anything up until that's that what I mean. point. That's what I mean. Like, it's like he's been, he hasn't done anything that's been against anything. But yeah, anyway, I, it, that was, and that's also hard to just pull on Dembele because. Every single player in Argentina was better than every single player in France for that first 45 Absolutely. Minutes. They just I mean, won was, every ball. They made every pass. They were everywhere. It was, I will it was ask, one I, of the most comprehensive performances I've seen from a team in my life in that first half. So you know how, So we both know. I think I, I, I'm going to do the assumption again. We both were cheering for Argentina in this game, right? Yeah, of course. Okay. So in your opinion, that penalty, was it a penalty? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. I it's, don't know if it was. I think I think Di Maria went down replay. a bit too easy. No, there's I didn't, one I didn't replay. Even see the okay, yeah, it must have been like one replay. Like I didn't really even see contact. So the thing I could see him trying to it, get contact. The tricky thing about that is that Dembele technically never puts in a tackle per se, but it's like imagine if you were walking and someone just stood behind you walking slightly faster, and they kind of just bowl over you at some spot at some at some like stage. Yeah, that's a foul. Dembele pretty much ran, ran into Di Maria. And Di Maria did the smart thing. He knew it was coming. He just went to ground. There's like one highlight. There's one replay where you can see the legs kind of tangle. And that's enough for a penalty. Yeah, I, it's, saw, it's, the legs, I saw the legs tangling, but it looked like he was kind of forcing his leg back there. I mean, maybe he drags it a little per se, but if you, if you run into another man like that, it's going to be a penalty at the end of the day. You know? Uh, it, it, yeah, it's it, it was hard to tell because like I had to watch a few replays before I saw anything myself. And but, I hate that. Uh, the other thing is that I hate that uh, Di Maria had so much to do with this one. Yo, it was, oh, I for, completely forgot you had beef with Di Maria. Yeah, Everyone look, it, it's it's a similar thing of like how I am with Alex in this past season in the NWSL. It's like I don't like you, and normally you're terrible in my opinion, but you did well this time. Okay, fine, I'll give you that. <laughs> My dad, at one point, my dad stopped, kept talking about Di Maria so much, I just told him that he's probably going to be his grace of all time now. Like, instead of, instead of my dad pivoting to Messi like everyone else will, my dad's going to be like, nah, Di Maria is the real greatest of all time now. Because my dad just kept making jokes about Di Maria not being like, whenever France would do well when, our, when Di Maria was on the bench, my dad would just go like, get, her, get Di Maria back on there. I'm like, dad, please, hold on. But well, speaking think, of Di Maria, well, what on. about Well, in, in terms of getting people back from the bench, I mean, Giroud, why take I, him off that early? Well, let me run through the story of the game real quick because Messi scores that penalty, I think, like 25 minutes in. And then 10 minutes later, Argentina scored one of the best goals of the tournament with like a really Great nice counterattack. Yeah. Deemer pitches off. And then five minutes before the half, yeah, there was a double change for France where they took off Dembele and Giroud for Colomwani, who's one of my boys, to be fair, and Marcus Turam. I think the problem is Argentina was just so ready for like France's playstyle with Giroud. Like, the, every time he tried to drop back or just something, he just got jumped. And it wasn't necessarily Giroud playing badly. It was just Argentina had figured out the system so well, they had to change something. And the way you change the system is by changing who's that striker and subbing in a more fast, more direct striker. You yeah. know, I think that was the right decision at the end of the day because it, it, it worked later on. Uh, the game was over for, like, 80 minutes. And then out of nowhere, um, a French guy gets bundled. It was the same way the first penalty was, where there was no like specific tackle, but the guy just gets bundled over in the penalty area. 
Well, I think the big thing was that I think the big thing was that like that Argentine defense just sort of fell apart, which you know what? I just want to bring this up again. I said this at the, I said this before the tournament started that I can sort of trust I, I can trust that Argentinian attack. I can kind of be okay with that defense and that midfield. I have no clue what's going on. And you know what? They weren't even trying to play in the midfield. No one was trying to play in the midfield. As soon as they gave up that first penalty, they just completely panicked. It was, it was again, it was somehow one of the most I've seen a team panic in my life before. They just could not play any soccer. They had no idea who they were. Oh, that reminds me of a really good clip, but there's no way I can reference it now because it's like a niche clip. Also, there was a... a there's a yeah, guy playing yeah. a game on Twitch, and it's like a, a rhythm game. Or like, you know the thing where like a game will do like AA, and then you have to repeat the, whatever the thing yeah. is? And the guy had so been zoned out, he heard a noise and just freaked out and goes, I forgot I was playing a game. I forgot I was streaming. I forgot I was sitting in this chair. That's what it felt like for Argentina. They just forgot everything. <laughs> yeah, they 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 just completely forgot everything. I or think it was. The I don't want to mention one is the SpongeBob one where like his brain's having a meltdown and everything's oh, yes. on fire. That was Argentina. I I, I just want to mention because I don't know when this was or if we skipped over it, but uh, there was just a funny moment of uh, Marcus Thurum. As you mentioned, he came on for uh, France. His father, Lillian Thurum, is actually a really cool dude. Um, I think he's from like. I think he's from Guadalupe. Oh, wait. Hold on. I need to check now. Uh, yes, he is from Guadalupe, which is a Caribbean nation uh, that has produced a lot of good French soccer players because they don't want to play for Guadalupe. They want to play for France. <laughs> but Alolian Durham, he's in a lot of really cool things uh, against racism and that and also like against colonialism as well. Really cool stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, he, uh, Mar- uh, Marcus Thurum goes down very easily and gets a yellow card for diving and the camera pans over to his father, Lillian, and he is, he, he he's looking down in a way that you almost feel like you're the one in trouble. Man. <laughs> it wasn't like the so worst dive ever too, but like, you know, he's just so disappointed in his son. <laughs> Hey, look, man, do this to me. World Cup on a line. You got to try what you can. Lillian Thurum scored twice against Croatia. Woke up some. He didn't do anything the wrong. I was thinking about the wrong guy. But, you know, sometimes you got to, if you got to go to ground a little easy, get the call. You got to do that. I think, you know, Kolomwani won the, the penalty for this one, but Thurum played a part in the second goal because a minute and a half, I think, after that first French goal, Mbappe does a give and go with Thurum and then just volleys it into the back of the net. Oh, just yeah. Completely out of nowhere. And it was one of the, it was the most stunned, I think. I've I thought it was Coleman. No, no, it was it was Thuram, I believe. Yeah, I originally thought it was Coleman, and then I saw later in a different replay that I was Thuram. I originally thought it was Kolobwani, so it turns out we're both racist and we can't tell the difference between different black people. But and then yeah, after that point, it just the game completely blew up, pretty much, where Argentina forgot how to do everything. It was it was shocking to see them actually survive the the end of regulation. It was kind of funny with that too because i believe it was like somewhere around like the 73rd 70 yeah around the 73rd minute where i was just seeing all of these memes about about you know messi winning and like oh how like ronaldo and shambles and all that and i'm just like wouldn't it be really funny if like suddenly france came back because the 2-0 lead is not that much when you think about it sometimes oh we always forget we every single time everyone everyone forgets Every single time I watch a soccer game, I forget about that stupid 2-0 rule thing. And it, it just keeps biting me back in the backside, bro. Remember the Fire lost multiple games after being up 2-0 at home? 
Um, anyway. Yeah. But I, yeah, I that was that was funny. And so then like 78th minute, there's a penalty and I'm just like, oh, yeah, they're going to come back. We have a game now. We have a game now. Dude, but because I, I thought like, OK, France have taken it back and this will be like a really good way to set up the ending of the game because like France need a goal, can actually hold on, secure the trophy. And then instead of France getting it laid on, they decided to score like a minute later, which is very funny for like storyline purposes. But urgency to survive regulation. And then overtime, like the first period of overtime was like a typical overtime in like a high stakes game where neither team really wants to do too much. And then the second overtime just kicked back into life again for some reason. Argentina score because of a man's ass. Yes. They, they had a, the they had a nice. So they had a, ta- they had a nice attacking play. So what happens is that like the ball gets worked out to the right. The guy shoots it. It sits perfectly for Messi for a rebound to tap in from, from like a yard out. Which first of all is hilarious because there's this whole narrative about like, you know, Messi being greatest of all time. Beautiful player scores these great goals. And at that moment in time, that goal that would have sealed his legacy was like a two yard tap in, which he barely yes. got over the line because it was cleared by goal line shows. But at first I didn't even celebrate the goal because it looked like the guy that got the ball oh, on the right hand side was I was offside. so angry. No, I, I didn't even yeah, think same. about that offside. I was I, I thought that it was actually kept out and I was so angry. It's like, how can you stop him from that? Like that was the moment where we're finally getting something. No, that looked like it like that was clearly over the line. But the problem is I well, thought the camera sure angle. That, even then, but um the thing I was worried about is the the guy on the right side definitely looked offside at first. I'm like, damn, that's gonna really suck. Like I saw my celebrate. I'm like, oh man, this is gonna hurt. And they show a replay, and a French defender is just throwing it back for some reason. <laughs> He's just throwing it back. That yeah. like the still photo of like the scan because like they have the automated system now, where yeah. it's like it's it's not even like pictures. It's like a scan. And the scan freezes as the French player. It looks like he's in the club throwing it back. Yes, it's one of absolutely. the funniest pictures of all time, given how much that moment meant. Wait a second. It, I, I, I made a wonderful like comment here. in squat, like with his butt out. And my, what I've been texting my friend is his ass kept him onside. Because in he? theory, that goal doesn't go in. Argentina do not win. Messi's status is the greatest of all time has been saved because of man's ass, which is just the most exceptional thing in sports. It's amazing. Uh, you know, uh, my greatest, uh, Maradona, had the hand of God, and now Messi has the ass of God. Oh, God. Good heavens. <laughs> that is, but yeah, no, it's, it's... And then moments later, Rafael... Well, actually, Bilal, when, you look at, when you actually look at it, though, like, you can see that, you know, it was his feet were also keeping him onside as well. But, like, he was... Doing a whole lot of work with uh, with keeping everything on, on side on side except for uh, the man's yeah, fingertips. But, I swear his butt is what kept him on side at the end of the day. Who who called me on the? Wait, I got a phone uh, call. Oh no! Oh, it's a scam call. It's okay. Yeah, I keep. Getting I, got, I, I swear I found that one photo where it, his ass is the reason why he's on side, but maybe his feet. No, I sent it to you. I know, I know, but my Discord's not loyal, so I got to find it because I texted it to my friend. Ah. Uh. Anyway, oh, I, I, I did. You know the one meme? Uh, oh, no, his ass. It is his ass. His ass is further behind than his foot. It is his ass that keeps it, him on no, side. No, his ass is further behind than his yeah. foot, but his feet But his feet are still further than his shoulder. Oh, yeah, that's true. Probably, yeah, okay. Okay. That's yeah, what that's I mean. Fair, then. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Man, how funny would that have been if it was actually perfectly his if ass? If it bro. actually was. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, because, yeah, you can't score with the arm that's not covered by the sleeve. Yeah. And then what's, what was the funny thing is Rafael Varane had an anime type of death, pretty much. I don't know if you saw but Rafael Varane goes to chase down an Argentine player in the corner. 
collapsed, like pretty much stumbles off the field. And it looks like he's almost going to collapse of exhaustion. And then the next thing you see is another French player sh- like sprint onto the field and the graphics say substitution. Rafael Varane has been substituted out. And he just kind of gets walked to the sideline. There was no like, I didn't notice that. Rafael Varane leaves the field and is immediately subbed out. Like in the same moment. And it looked like he, it, it, it was the closest I've ever seen a man give literally everything he could for like a sporting game. It was so funny. And of course, that's the man you player that, needs, that is at the World Cup final. The guy who's now going to need like a year to recover from that. <laughs> well, you know, they, they did really need a, a, another person up in the attack. And uh, France just decided to send home Benzema early on. Well, they could have no. Kept, because no, be, he did. He was yeah. injured, but there were reports saying, "Oh, he could actually come back if he can't, if he could." But apparently, they're just like, "No, you go home." Yeah, no, and because at first they thought he'd be off for the total tournament, so send him home. And then there's like, they could technically bring him back and have him play in the final, but the French coach is like, "No, we have this like squad. It's gonna mess with the chemistry." Blah blah blah. And I mean, they scored three goals. Still, I don't think Benzema is the reason why. But after after Rafael Varane dies in the name of the World Cup almost. Uh, France then get another penalty out of absolutely nothing because the ball pops out after a corner and the Argentine defender decided to stick his arm out to try to block it, which is not allowed in soccer. Mbappe steps up, rifles at home, and then we get what might be the greatest 30-second clip in World Cup history where a French player gets sent through on goal, rifles a volley, it gets saved brilliantly by the Argentina goalkeeper. Argentina go running up the field, they get the ball on the right wing. They cross it to Lautaro Martinez, who's like a few yards away from goal. And he heads it about 10 yards wide. Oh, yeah. Which oh, is, yeah. it's the, if Argentina did not win that game, that clip is all I'm ever going to see for the rest of my life. Because that header was jiggly, no offense to you. That looked like you playing soccer. Hey. It was so unbelievably bad. Hey. It did not look like a, what I'm trying to say, is it did not fine. look like a man who plays professional soccer. That looked like you in the park. Like, if I, if I pulled up to your house right now and crossed you the ball, that's what it would have looked like. And that was Lortaro Martinez. Honestly, I probably wouldn't even gone for a header. You were just stood there and looked. You were trying to jump hey, in your I've ankle. Had, I've, had too, I've, had too many, I've had too many head injuries. I can't do this. And that ended up setting the stage for penalties. And thankfully for Argentina, they've got one of the best penalty kick-saving goalkeepers in the world where both Messi and Mbappe score first. There was a really funny moment. Well, not funny, but Messi had recently... Like, you know how some players, they just kick in some players' weight to like send the keeper the wrong way? Messi, in his recent penalties, has been sending the keeper the wrong way. And he sends Lloris the wrong way, and he like passes it into, the, like, into one side. And then Lloris just gets up and dives back the other way, and he almost gets there. He almost gets there, yeah. And that would have been the craziest thing I've seen in my life, by far. Yeah. No, I had a look. My 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 weep friend from Connecticut was watching the game, and he said, "Oh, I could have saved that messy penalty." I'm like, "Never say that again." There's yeah, no, so much, so many other factors in that. Yeah, because like that's the ha ha. Like in theory, if you know he's gonna kick it there, you'd say it. But the the goalkeeper almost saved it after getting sent the wrong way because he did well to like get back on his feet and then dive back. But he was, you know, because in theory that penalty was still bad for Messi. Like he sent it the wrong way, but you can you cannot just kick it there that slowly. But he got away with it. Mbappe scores the next one. I forgot. No, no. Actually, Mbappe scores first, then Messi, and then Kingsley Coleman has his saved, which is like the big moment in the shootout. Yeah. Argentina gets a goal through Dybala to like, you know, because if Argentina had missed after that, that would have been trouble once all over again. And then the biggest moment of the game, it well to be proved to be, is Chuomeni hits his penalty wide. 
which gives Argentina like an almost insurmountable lead in the shootout. I think Argentina scores, France scores, and then it sets up the last one. Tremontiel. Historically enough, a, a Argentine right back winning it at the end. He just he just buries it. The French goalkeeper Hugo Lloris is not good at saving penalties. I think Argentina kind of figured that out. And there you go. Argentina has won the World Cup after all that drama and hoo ha. You know what? Yeah, that that was a good time. It was a it's, good time. It is. It is. It the was second. not a game for for a solid seventy five minutes. It was not a game. <laughs> yeah, in theory, yeah, you're right. But like, as as ridiculous as it may sound, I'm still. I think in my head for right now, that's still the second craziest game I've seen in my life. Because I don't, I, I don't, I don't think anything's gonna touch Brazil, Germany. Oh, like okay. that is that is. I don't think. I don't know how that could be like top. But in terms of like just the the reaction, the emotion I had watching France equalize. Because particularly for context, like I'll, I have a way. Like I, I sit like on my sofa, right? So if I'm watching like a game and I'm just chilling, I'll be all the way in the back with my feet up on the sofa. If I'm watching a game that's more on edge, I'll sit like on the edge of the sofa or I'll sit on the floor with like my back on the sofa. If I'm completely chilled out, I will lay down on the sofa and watch the game. From the 75th minute to the 80th minute, I was laying down on my couch. Because I, I, the game was over. I was just chilling. I was waiting for the messy narrative. I could, you know, all that stuff. I think France scored the penalty, and I set up. I'm like, oh, no, you know. I was kind of almost joking, going, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Like, this is, this is the start of it. And I'm set on the edge. And then I see Mbappe score, and I just put my hands on top of my head, and I, I did not have a thought for a minute. <laughs> I did not have a thought. No, I was uh, I was looking for the perfect uh, the perfect uh, meme to tweet out for Mbappe scoring the penalty that I had just posted it and then imme- he immediately scored that second goal and I was just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> that was it was unbelievable because I I thought at least like even if France scored they'd score maybe later on like maybe they get it like right at the end I could never have expected France to immediately score because and Argentina just forgot how to play defense. Yeah. It's, I, I want someone like, that has like a philosophical degree or a degree in psychology to study the, the Argentine players, comparing them in the first half to comparing them after that goal. Because it was night and day. I've uh, never seen an entire shift like that. We could ask Marty. It actually reminded me of what you used to say about the Fire 2 teams. And the Fire 2 teams would actually do well in games early on because they just run around, and then they'd be so exhausted by the end. They had yeah. nothing left to do. That's almost what happened to Argentina. Like they, they were so spent motivationally and emotionally. From like the 85th minute onward, they were just so dead in the legs. And until they made their substitutions in like an extra time, they, that was pretty much how it looked like. It was, it was rough. And then uh, well, we can get to the, the big point, because I think what I've written down there is that um, Messi is now like the GOAT. He is my GOAT. He's your GOAT. He is everyone's GOAT. No, like you can, have, still, your, you can I... have your you, you can have your personal like favorite player. Or like your own thought, but like he is factually now the goat, from what most people have accepted at this stage. Like you're gonna tell me Maradona probably again, which is you know fair enough, Jiggly. You can be a Maradona guy. <laughs> but I saw I saw somebody tweeting about Pele, and I'm just like, okay, no, that you was go. so funny. Yeah, ESPNFC tweeted, oh my god, Pele has three World Cups. I'm like, no one cares. He played literal farmers. Yeah, <laughs> no That's one like, cared back then. That was yeah. it, like the, he was the only like. I mean, like, I think he actually was the only person who cared back then because, like, oh, Brazil had lost that time, and he was just like, don't worry, I'm going to make sure that we win. And he was the only person who went to the World Cup and cared. Everyone else is just like, hey, it's a nice tournament. We're just going to go up, we're going to show up, we're going to play a few games, you know, it's have like a few that beers. One kid, like that one kid in gym class that tries really hard. 
that Paley was the one kid in gym class trying we shouldn't be saying this about no. this man like he's in oh, the yeah, hospital forgot, right yeah. now <laughs> Pele at least you know he is a bit of a meme now especially like with the goal counting thing but like he Pele you can put up there I'm not going to complain about that yeah. but like you can't call him the greatest like it was he just played in a completely different game you slap me in the 1950s uh, same, I'm probably getting a goal same way Sorry. that you know we talk we, we we don't really talk about you know Cruyff as a player as much as we should uh, George yeah. Best. Cruyff is more like an, an idea almost. Yeah. Cruyff is honestly. almost like a footballing concept, which is almost, if anything, cooler. Well, I mean, he, he I think I said this, uh, I said this to you back when we, we, another time when we had this argument about like, you know, oh yes, who's the greatest? And it's like, well, you cannot argue that the great, one of the greatest like careers within football was Cruyff. Oh, yeah. Just in yeah, general. I don't think anyone touches um, Zidane's got a potential shout in terms of player plus coach. I mean, he's got a future to do that. This Shams had a chance. He almost had a third World Cup total after winning one as a player and one as a coach. That would have been really impressive. Eh. Was yeah, he that still, good as a player? I I didn't know Dier Shams played as a player, but he, exactly. he, was good enough to make, he was good enough to make the French team. Well, I mean, Johan Cruyff never won a World Cup. That's the thing. That's what always talks about this. Because what's funny is Tiago Almada now has as many World Cups as Lionel Messi. First MLS, okay, do you want to talk about that? Do you want to talk about that? Which is active stupid. MLS World Cup. The stupid thing of people of of MLS being so like on board with like, yeah, we got we got an MLS player has won the World Cup. It's like he played six minutes. Look, that is, no, <laughs> that is still incredibly impressive because he ha- he still has to be one of the he best, was the like, repla- injury replacement player. Yeah, but he's still one of the best thirty Argentine players in the world, in theory. And he plays and I think, in MLS. And, and I think I like, said this. Cool. Er, I said this earlier in the tournament that this might be one of the most, one of the weakest Argentinian uh, teams. And he, and <sighs> I will say it here that Messi pretty much dragged them forward. No, I, I, I think the big difference is that, like, you know how Argentina used to have like five great strikers, and it was a mess. I think this team is much more distributed because that midfield is good. You don't know much about that midfield because, like, you don't watch as much as like the club stuff. You don't know your as well. They had a midfielder playing for Brighton for crying out loud, but he was good. Like that midfield yeah, was just, yeah, that midfield just knew what they were doing, and it was, it was a much more like, like some random Englishman. If you the way I'd compare is like you're right. If you took like the overalls in FIFA, like this team's a bit lower, but this team is just so much better balanced, and that's why they're able they're able to win at the end of the day. Probably you need that balance. And the funny thing is that Messi just learned how to take penalties now. It took him all this time. <laughs> The one thing so Messi long. wasn't good at. The one thing Messi wasn't good at was penalty kicks, and I think he went like seven of eight in total in this tournament. If you count the shootouts, wait, let me let me do. I'm, I'm gonna do well, some yeah, math. The only quick. one that I remember that the only one that I remember him not making was against Chesney. So it was against Saudi Arabia. He scored against Poland. He had it saved. Uh, Australia nothing in the quarterfinal. Who did they play? Oh my God, I'm already blanking. In the quarterfinal, in Holland, he scored one and then scored one in the shootout. Did I count both the Chesney ones? Uh, he scored in the shootout and in the game against France, and they scored a penalty against Croatia. So he went six of seven in a World Cup for penalties. That's a good penalty kick taker. And also, I just and also apparently he uh, was like the first in a long time or the first ever to uh, score in every single knockout round. Which yeah, every single after stage never, too, yeah. That after never actually winning, uh, never actually scoring in a knockout round before. That is exceptional. He did. He also got like three penalties, which is very funny. Like That's Argentina. What I mean. not, None of those penalties were like bad calls per se. Like this last one was like close, but I think if you see that one replay, you can tell it's a penalty because like they didn't even like make a big deal of it during the broadcast. But like it was weird that Archie got all these penalties, but like none of them were actually like 
bad decisions. They just got these penalties themselves somehow. It's really weird to think about. And yeah, that, that was the World Cup. That, now we have, that, uh, that's what that was? Years. 2026. And that, it's going to be in, in America and uh, Canada and Mexico. Where do you think the – is the final going to be at, uh, at Azteca? New York. No, no. I think Mexico and Canada only get like two games each. That's it's the, the thing. dumbest like, thing. Because it's, it's ridiculous. Like, I don't know how you can't how you can have like a World Cup that's going to be somewhat in Mexico and not have the final be in, be at Azteca. That's a good shout, actually. You're right about that. Because it's like, like that. That's no, just where no you do American it. place compares really. Like New York exactly. is cool, but like you're going to play in the Meadowlands. You're going to have a World Cup final at the home of the New York Jets. What like, are we doing? Yeah, that's so stupid. No, my dad yeah. was talking about how uh, he wants to see like a meaning. He wants to see like a meaningful international game. At, or like just in general, a meaningful game at like Lambo and the Big House. He wants yeah, that right. to happen at some point. Uh, I don't know what. I think they're only using like actual stadiums though. For like yeah, that's the thing. They're using like the the, the football or like a. I don't well, think it's it, because it's because Lambo and uh, and the Big House would have like a pitch that would be too small. Well, no, the biggest problem with Lambo is is the same reason why Lambo can't get a Super Bowl. So there's just no com- accommodations around the area. Like there's nothing in Green Bay other than the stadium. Like when well, I, I mean, booked the hotel room the night before my Green Bay Packers game. Oh, you cut out. Hello. Hello. I'm back. My I thought my phone was about to reset for some reason. I've I still got an iPhone Seven, Jiggly. I'm not gonna lie to you. And we talked it's, about this last week. I have no clue what my phone is. Your phone's ugly. Sorry, but yeah, there's just no accommodations lying below. <laughs> I mean, you could maybe, but the problem is it's also university campus. We're obviously not going to get a game in Soldier Field, which is terrible, but also because Rahm Emanuel sucks. Well, um, I mean, also because in general, Chicago is not going to... Chicago wants to get its own money. You know, we're, yeah, we're, we're just the place of corruption. It's fine. Yeah. So we'll, I'll, I'll end up going to Cincinnati, probably. That'll be a good time. Can't well, apparently, wait to go watch. What, I think St. Louis is getting game. No, not Kansas City. Kansas uh, City is getting a game. I, I assume Cincinnati is still closer. Apparently, apparently Kansas City is closer. Ooh, okay. Because that's, that's right on the Illinois, bo- Illinois border. Really? I've never been to Kansas City, so Missouri. I don't actually know. Yeah. Uh, I love Kansas City not being in Kansas. So it's such a good, such a yeah. good fun fact, man. But yeah, you know. We'll, Wait, no, we'll... it's not on the Illinois border. Wait, that's yeah, that's that right. Yeah, but Kansas City, City is Kansas City is in Missouri, but it's like the it's on the border with Kansas. Those. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I can figure it out in three and a half years. Uh, <laughs> you I can wait. figure it out within three and a half years. <laughs> I'm going to go watch, like, Nigeria versus, like, um, Malaysia somehow. Okay. Because apparently, I think there's 46 teams next World Cup, which is yeah. ridiculous. No, but you know what's the best thing? I think we talked about this last time. CONCACAF qualifying for the World Cup is going to be the craziest thing, bro. Because Canada, U.S., Mexico are already in. They don't have to qualify. It's going to be between, like, Costa Rica, Honduras, Panama for, like, two or three spots. It's gonna be so funny. I want Jamaica. It's not gonna be Jamaica. Everyone always wants Jamaica. It's not. Everyone wants Jamaica, and it's never Jamaica. It's like you know how we say the Cena wins LOL memes. It's the antithesis of Jamaica. It's Jamaica loses. No matter what. I mean, or Trinidad. Oh, I'd love. I'd love it to be Trinidad Tobago again. That was that was vibes. So yeah, yeah. That's that's what that's going on. And then also, yeah, it's in three and a half years. It's coming here. I'm not gonna be here. Probably. Yeah, that'll be funny. You know hey, but you know what's the funniest thing about all this, Jiggly? Manchester United return on Wednesday. 
That that is how much of a break. You know what is on Wednesday? You know what's on Wednesday? The Match United game. I've just told you. Okay. Uh, the MLS Super Draft. Oh God. Oh, who cares? I'm not. No, I'm not going to talk about that. Like the. But you want to know? You want to know where when the Fire's first pick is? Oh God! Is it like in the third round or something? Yeah, it's the third round, sixty fourth overall. Where That's is their where, first pick? Where did they trade away their other draft picks? Where did they go? For Chris Mueller. Oh, oh, that's worth it. Yeah, who cares yeah. about draft picks? Yeah, I, you know what? Well, I mean, then, that's I might... the first round pick. I don't know what happened with the second round pick. Oh, uh, it's on. You know what I should do then? Because I'll have my article done by today easily. I should just write an article about who the fire should draft purely based on name and vibes. Honestly, that's kind of what I used to do. I do a bit of extra research, but at the end of the day, it's mostly vibes. Like uh, a, a Doy Otsum guy from DC. That's like one of my boys. Doy Otsum, yeah. That's my boy. I, I've had him in a FIFA career mode once when I made St. Louis FC an expansion team. And then uh, what's the other thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, by the time that this comes out, or maybe later in the day, uh, we're going to get a uh, schedule announcement. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot that's small. Yeah. I forgot that's small. I'm going to try to write something about it, probably, but who knows? Who cares? The last time I wrote about the schedule announcement is when I wrote critiquing the Fire's uh, announcement video about it, which was really toxic, but I was still spot on, to be fair. Well, um, and then, yeah, we're, we're going to find out who the Fire have to lose to this season. I'm sorry. That was bad. And as I said, I, I think that we're going to get somewhat of a rumor this week. All right, Jiggly, before we, because I, I, I don't remember when we were going to come. I don't know what's the plan for us coming back. But whenever we do come back before then, what player will the Fire offside? What or how many? Because I don't think I can, I don't think I can give you, I don't, I don't think I can give, well, I mean, if we sign a big boy, boy. it's going to be a striker. Who will be the biggest boy? Will we have a big boy by then? (laughs) The big boy. That's that's, that's what I thought you were asking me, if we're going to have a big boy by then. Are we going to have anything, Jiggly? Sorry, yes. I mean, oh, technically speaking, we kind of have to, but I don't think, be, I don't know if be it's going to so be good. Funny. It'd be so funny if by the time we record next, after our break, there's actually no news. Yeah. No, the fact that there would be no news means that there's going to be a whole lot of news for us to talk about with the fact oh. that there's no news. The, the, the entire game plan is just going to be fire question mark. And there's going to be basically <laughs> non-on rant for two hours. Yeah. Which is, you know, that that's what this show is. Uh, I cannot I, I wait have for Miguel Navarro to start week one. I have some slight plans for changing like the way that the way that the show is run. Uh, so that it, it might be fun. It oh, might man, I just I just got fired. That's crazy. What? <laughs> next next year you're gonna start and it's just it's just gonna be Nick instead of me. You're never gonna actually acknowledge it. <laughs> We're not gonna acknowledge that you're gone. Yeah, uh, man, that was that's a grim sentence to hear. <laughs> I, no, you said, Oh, I just got fired, and I'm just like, Oh, is it because you, you set your boss to Best Buy? <laughs> You know, I'm gonna. I just once this episode gets published, I'm just gonna send that audio clip of Dixon's what you're working. Don't care about your life. I'm just gonna send it to my boss. And like, like, is he gonna fire me for that? Probably not. But is he gonna be very concerned for my well-being? Absolutely. Uh, man, what was I? What was I getting into? Oh yeah, like I, I RJ said to not mess with the logo very uh, anymore. But like, I don't know. We we should yeah, have an something. extra star. We should have do another something. star. That'd be we we will get something involved. We'll and then we're something. also and then you know I kind of want to have like a bit more like somewhat professional sounding formatting with uh in terms of like the opening. I think I think we could do a bit more with the opening. Uh and that's hey, I'm just here for the ride, man. This is your show. <laughs> yeah. Fire me if you need to. Fire <laughs> fire me, but don't fire me until the very first episode. Like midway through the first episode, you're like, "Oh yeah, I forgot you've just been fired." Oh and yeah, Nick, Adnan, and then you're Nick gone. Just, Nick, <laughs> Nick just joins the call, and I just get kicked, and I just sit there in my room for the rest of the day. 
<laughs> I like the idea of is sort of like the one time that you're finally like, yes, I am. Oh, oh. I want to get back in here. And oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. I'll be like after the break. Episode, uh, the, the theming of the theme of this season so far has been you just leaving a call. And then finally next season is like, all right, I'm ready. I want I want to actually do this now. This, this is, you know, it's fun again. And then you're <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to improve everything else in my life. I'm no longer going to be depressed. I'm going to have a great new job. I'm going to have a girl. I'm going to be so happy. And then I'm just going to be able to get fired. It's all gonna tumble downward again. <laughs> I don't have to go back to Dick Sporting Goods. Sorry. <laughs> go I'm, gonna stop, to Dick Sporting I'm gonna stop dissing Dick Sporting Goods. Dick Sporting Goods is a lovely job sometimes. You know, and and we talked about it earlier in the year. Uh, sometime like it was it was within like a few months ago when Dick Sporting Goods actually did did the job that the government didn't want to do of like helping helping oh, women. I forgot about yeah. that. That was so like, funny. Yeah, Dick's so Sporting good, Goods bro. doing more than the Supreme Court, you know? <laughs> I forgot how good that was, bro. That, like that's all objectively obviously terrible that like it takes an organization to step in like that. But just the like the context of saying like Dick Sporting is to step in and say that's like his ass is offside. Like it's yeah. just so funny that would be put like that. <laughs> I forgot about like, that. Huh nice <laughs> oh so good thank you yeah I, I gotta stop this my, my highlight of the season is when you got the recording of me reacting to Nunes getting a red card when I had him on my fantasy <laughs> oh yeah I still have that saved yes. oh, I just headbutted a guy <laughs> oh I just headbutted a guy I was, I was just in so much shock I just started saying the things I was watching on screen <laughs> oh I just headbutted a guy oh no what was your what was your favorite moment of me then because I think uh, honestly, this episode uh, was, has gotten something great. Was Spencer Richie this? this Spencer Richie was this year. Yeah, it was this year. Okay, fine. Because I don't know. I, I don't even know if I can think of anything else. I know, but that, that Spencer Richie thing was so good. Uh, was, other that, end of the year stuff, and in general for the world of soccer, what do you think was the biggest story of the year? How are you going to ask me that question? I, I, it's to be fair, that that whole messy thing is script written. At the end of the day, we're gonna we're gonna get like so, twenty like, years. We're gonna get twenty years from time, and people are gonna be like, "Yeah, we, yeah, we did, we that we organized that all to the whole thing." As a sure. as a screenwriter, that does like there's some things in there that's just like it makes no sense to put that in. A no, script, yeah, that, that's, but it's so that, good. <laughs> it's the classic Hollywood thing. Like if you submitted that to Hollywood, they would laugh at you for being too dramatic. Like it's, it's not even it's that unmoving. it was. It's not even that it was too dramatic. It's just like, wait, why? Why did this happen? Though, like this had nothing. <laughs> why is Lothar Martinez headed at fifteen yards wide? Holy, Lothar Martinez heading at fifteen like, yards like he away. He could just missed close. That would have been more dramatic. Like, nah, I want him to miss by fifty. <laughs> <laughs> why did uh, Why did Mbappe why, why did Mbappe score the hat trick and not Messi? <laughs> why? How, how is Messi's gonna get goal? Like, oh, how does Messi score? Is it like a great? No, nah, he just kicks it in. He just kicks half. it in. He just kicks. He's it. kept he on my man's ass. He, he literally just <laughs> kicks it in. That's the only way to describe it. Messi just saw the ball and thought, I'm going to kick this. I'm going to kick this. <laughs> I'm going to kick. Uh, kick. He I probably just forgot about all the yeah, parts on his head. He just, just looks, like, he just sees the ball in front of him and is like, I'm going to kick this. He's like caveman. <laughs> kick ball. He's like, yeah. Kick ball. He said it's like a six-year-old when like, they kick a ball for the first time. He was so happy. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, what, what was your favorite Di Maria moment of the year? Yeah. Sorry. Now, what was your favorite fire moment of the year then? Oh the yeah, yeah. We should so. we should say more about the fire. I mean, obviously, White Omsberg. Oh White yeah, Omsberg no, just like it, showing up. If like, you're giving like an actual answer, guy. it's definitely White Omsberg. We, it's we our guy. <laughs> that's our uh, the clock in guy. Like it's his actual nine to five job. Honey, I'm yeah. going to work, and then he just clocks in <laughs> and then drops a master class. Like, do you think White Omsberg's wife watches like, like TV? Accidentally stumbles onto a fire and be like, "Is that wait? Is no, that his job? <laughs> <laughs> is that what he does? He's good." Ah. 
I didn't know that he did. I thought he worked at like, okay. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought he worked at, I thought he worked at Home Depot. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the two, the two uh, company losses then. they had, that, that got me. That was objective. Oh. Like, when they lost to Columbus, that generally made me laugh. That oh, was such yeah. a good game. That was so funny. At least this fire team now, like I've distanced myself from investment, so I can just laugh when things happen. You know what? My the most probably the most interesting. Honestly, it it, it was same for uh, last year. Then I think, or the year before, of uh, just like yeah. the best night of the year was Fourth of July, which I think last year was something like you know I spent the entire day watching a single anime that was actually very good, and I didn't think it would be that good, and it was very fun. And then this year. Uh, it was 4th of July. The Fire were playing against San Jose. They had no center backs. <laughs> and uh, my dad had gotten a, a bottle of, of vodka that tasted like bomb pops. Nice. And so I was sitting in my room in the dark with my, with like my blinds all the way up so that I could see, I could somewhat see the fireworks out there. But like I'm sitting in my room in the dark with bomb pop vodka in front of me. Uh, watching the fire absolutely fail while blasting oh, yeah. that. like that was that that was that was a good time because it was just like oh yes this is life isn't it that reminds <laughs> me of the game i think might like have may have messed me up the most was that game they played in houston where nothing even substantial even happened the fire just sucked and they just lost and i had a crisis that day because i'm like i'm spending my saturday nights watching this covering this what am i doing and then yeah and then, like, what wasn't it like the next uh, a couple days later or something? You finally got credentials. Um, it would have been in the summer, maybe. Yeah. So I was, that was that was junior high to begin the credentials for those. I think three games in total. Yeah. And I mean, who's who's good? I don't think anyone's gonna care. I did email asking about the the application. Like, when is it open? And I got a response saying like, Oh yeah, it'll open January. We'll get in contact with you in particular. I'm like, that sounds like a good Ooh. sign. I don't Neat. think they would get in contact with me in particular just to say no. But then again, I'm gonna I'm gonna just, load up. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see the email and it's gonna be a video and I'm gonna know what it is. I'm not even gonna open the video. <laughs> You're gonna, gonna see a video. Is. Oh it's man, gonna like, oh, it it's you gonna be Schrodinger's video where I know. One one that would be absolutely hilarious is that if the fire did decide this year, it's like you know what. We're gonna have like video stuff sent out to that, like media press packages, and you're gonna see a video, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, I guess I didn't get it," because that's just gonna be John Espinosa telling me no. No, what I'm gonna deserve is that I'm gonna get credential credentials. It'll be the season opener. It'll be the home opener, and John Espinosa will be the match winner. And I'm gonna have to talk to him after the game, and he's not gonna answer my question. He's just gonna look at me, and oh, he's gonna stare. It wasn't even Fourth of July, by the way. That was the thir- that was July third, actually. Oh, that's when usually do fireworks. To be fair, that was uh, yeah, that was. Uh, the earthquakes demolishing the fire, uh, two one, and Goody and Goody scored, uh, in the ninety fifth. Oh yeah, Duran set him up in like the ninety first minute. Everyone thought it was the youth movement, and then they had a. Remember when they just fought for their lives against Cincinnati for no reason? That was yeah. a dumb game. That, was a dumb, that fire team was dumb, to be fair. It is. This team um, is. You know what? But but I know that you don't care too much about them, but I still like it. I still love them. Hey, Jiggy, because... guess what? That team will be back next year. Yeah, that like team not, will be back. That team is still a thing. You know, it, it, it's something of, uh, it, it's a very specific thing that, like, I, I did a project on the, I, I did multiple projects on the fire because obviously that's what I, that's the only thing I do. If I have nothing else that I can think of, I oh, just I do lots. projects. I, di- I do, like, projects in school on the fire. And so 
I did a documentary project on the fire. I didn't actually, it was like to pitch a documentary essentially. Uh, but one of the big things that I kind of got into, which is just like, I need this documentary to have like some air of like comedy in it because otherwise it's just going to be so bad. <laughs> You're going to watch like good things happen and then bad things happen almost immediately and things go wrong. And I think that's once again, you know what? This is the perfect podcast for the fire. I do call us the chaotic evil podcast of the fire, but we are a necessary evil of just absolutely tearing into this team when it needs it. Yeah, like what are we gonna do? Not be mean to the team that sucks? Yeah. And like it's just, it's an important just thing. Stop sucking. And just and the because... chaotic and the chaotic part of it is because it's like, yeah, like we are here to have fun because if this isn't fun, then this is then it's just sad. And like uh, it's not it's not even the way you do it, like you can't format like really professionally and then like in like intentionally bit by bit di- dissect the fire. You just have to start talking and just yeah. start like you gotta be a dude. And just, just got to be a about dude. Your feelings, bro. <laughs> you got to like, be a dude and talk about your feelings. That's why we're sad, boys. <laughs> I, I wish there was a clip of me. Well, I, I'm not going to do it, but you know how funny be if I set up like a live stream of me watching the game and covering it, just reacting to stuff? We you know might have to that? have that. We, you okay, know how funny so, that clip would have been of me laughing at the set, like at Columbus scoring the winner that game? That was so funny, dude. Honestly, so I think good. that – so here's the thing. Next season, we're going to start having – all the games are moving to Apple TV. And I think it might be interesting if we do our own coverage. It might be interesting. The problem I have with that is that I need to write my articles during the game. Still. Well, yeah. No, I mean, I could probably take over most of it if it's an away game. If it's a home game, I mean, we're not going to do that. That'd be so but... funny if I'm in the press box with like you like on FaceTime next to me. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. But like, you know, with away games, you know, you can be at a computer and also like be on Discord. And so you're writing your article while I'm while we're both somewhat covering the game. I mean, that that might be a fun thing to do. And then, you know, when I move to Japan, suddenly like I might I might try doing it like almost full time of just like every game. Okay, gonna find freaking internet yeah, cafe to go sit. It's gonna be like three a.m. Oh yeah, I know, I know. I don't I don't know if it's gonna be three a.m. I think you're gonna I think it's gonna be so far ahead that it might actually be like in the morning. It's good. Yeah, it's going to be three a.m. in the next morning. <laughs> Are you sure? Because it, it'd be it'd be like three in the morning in like Europe though. Um, let's just see. Right now, uh, I'm gonna have to use weather actually. My what, weather what app is, actually. What is what is seven p.m. Central in Tokyo time? Well, I mean, right now it's uh, it is two fifty on a on a, on a Monday for us, and you right now it's three. In, I'll say it's three p.m. In Japan, it's uh, 6 a.m. Yeah, so it's much further ahead. Yeah, it, it would be like the morning for you. You'd, you'd, it'd be like 10 a.m. kickoff. Yeah. That's not bad at all. That's not bad. Unfortunately, you know, if it's a Sunday game, then I'd be, I'd, I'd be teaching oh, a yeah. class at that time because it'd be Monday. Who cares? You're, you make your class watch the fire. Teach them, about American, teach them about American culture and then show them that. And then have them <laughs> this is all you need to know about American culture. Uh, that's it yeah but right. uh you know like hey we, we as i said we want to do some more i think the fun thing that, that it's more about scheduling for us that's the issue and we're gonna have a whole lot more scheduling issues next year if i do go to japan but uh who even knows man we'll cross that bridge but i mean i want us to do some more things i think the uh the the uh the fight adnan's fight night was a very fun time <laughs> i'm just gonna pull up to your crib one day but i even tell you when what in japan no both 
Yeah, either here or Japan or somewhere. Because if, we'll if, do... if you show up in Japan, then I immediately have to figure out when the next Jeff United game is. <laughs> we'll, we'll do no. We're gonna do an episode live at the, live at the zoo at like 10 a.m. Yes. <laughs> I still have that saved in my draft. I should tweet that out now, actually. I just want to look at a giraffe and not. <laughs> I just want to look at a giraffe and nothing. Oh, man. We had some wonderful one-liners throughout the year uh, that none of us can actually remember. No, we have everything, a lot... everything happens all the time, Jiggly. I, my memory is so Things bad. are constantly happening. It's yeah. so bad, bro. I've had too many blows to the head. I don't know what's going on. I, I haven't had enough blows to my head. Pause. I'm sorry. All right, one more to end the year. Uh, Yeah. So uh, we'll be back, I don't know, in January. We'll be back in January. That'd be so funny if you this whole thing's about having a break and we're just back in like two weeks instead. That'd be so funny. Honestly, yeah. I'm just looking at it. I think what probably, uh, we'll probably, we'll we'll discuss this right after uh, we're finished here. Just like a quick discussion because I know you got to leave. So yeah, that's that's it. Uh, We're... Um, it sounds like we're gonna die now. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like I'm gonna walk outside and just get shot. <laughs> One more day to retirement. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't. I can't wait to retire in about five minutes. Is that a guy with a gun? <laughs> oh no. Okay, oh, good, good way to end it. Perfect. I've been on. Uh, I'm Jiggly. Uh, eat the rich. <laughs>